Welcome to another episode of the SNC Podcast. I am your host, Paula Shade Anozi. A quick PSA before I get on with today's episode. We have moved to a new hosting platform. Drum roll. Our new hosting platform is Podbean. Podbean is a great podcast publishing service that will help us better meet the needs of our listeners as we continue to grow and improve. In terms of quality, nothing has changed. We'll still be bringing you tons of fun, informative interviews. The only thing that has changed is the podcast platform that will distribute our content. We've also followed the instructions to ensure that your podcast feeds update seamlessly and you can continue to listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. So whether that's Spotify, Audio Mac, Apple Podcasts, Digital Radio, Google Podcasts, and now Podbean. However, if you have any problems, do send us a DM on Twitter or Instagram at the SNC Podcast, which is all one word. Thank you for your continuous support. Now back to our regular programming. Today on the show, I talked to budding singer-songwriter Timileni Adeniyi, who is better known as Timzil. Timzil's genre of music is R&B and soul, and he has been writing professionally for the past six years. His most recent single is The Great Song. My conversation with him covered his AMVCA nomination for Best Soundtrack in a Movie Slash Series, his musical projects, the need for upcoming artists to pay attention to their mental health, and the Nigerian music producer that he would kill to work with. Welcome to the SNC podcast, Timzil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you popery, yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. First of all, I should say congratulations on your 2020 AMBC nomination. Yeah, thank you so this much. This is for best soundtrack in yeah, a movie, movie or series. Yeah. And this was for the movie Run, right? Yeah, yeah. Which was directed by Kiki, Kiki Omeli yeah. and Director Uche. Uche. Yeah. And the song, your song is actually On My Way. Yes. Right? Which yeah. was produced by Mickey Me. Yes. Can you talk about how the song came about? Was the song already recorded and then they, you were contacted to have the song included in the movie as a sync yeah. or before the movie had even been put together, they contacted you to say, can you record a song for the movie? Okay, um, so this happened back in December, I think, 2019, 2018, yeah. So I got a call from the producer, Mickey Me. Um, at that time, they had already shot the movie. Okay. So they were just, like, getting soundtracks right for it. So I got a call to come do my thing on it, and I got there, I was quite nervous, because, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I've recorded other songs, but that's, yeah. like, the first... A different step. avenue I, I mean, for you. I, I've never done something like, like, writing to scenarios in a movie mm. or to like there was a team that i was working around with that's like a new experience for me i've not tried that at all before so i saw the movie they played the scenes for me and they said this was what they wanted and so i had just like limited time to like write whatever i wanted to write so i did it i didn't know it would make the movie so i just did i mean i think they called other artists to come do their thing too. Okay. So I just, I just did my part and I left. The movie came out, they told me it made it and I was like, okay, fine, cool. So, <laughs> so that, that was that was that about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, th- I think that's really great because I think a lot of upcoming artists who may yeah. be listening or who may be watching yeah. definitely want to find other avenues of how to get their music out there yeah. beyond just streaming or maybe yeah. going on tour. Right. People are looking into syncs now and 
was just really great for you. So congratulations. Yeah, thank you so much. Fingers crossed. Let's <laughs> yeah, see what happens. <laughs> if you be, you shout us out. All right. So the public information that we have about you is that your name is Timilani Adeni. Yes. Right? H. Some people just try to come Timilani like with the Y. Oh, so it's Timilani. Yes. Okay. Is there a different intonation with H and Y? Yeah, because H. I'm a Yoruba boy, so the H thing is like I was born back in the days, not now where everybody does have things. I was not born in the 2000s, yeah, so yeah. I was born in the 90s. So uh-huh. at that time, it was H they were using. Yeah. So now the new born, the new Timberlands now yeah. can use the Y. Yeah. I give them. Let they come. <laughs> it's like my name. My name is Shade. Yeah. Obviously, you know that. Of course, I do. <laughs> um, but apparently, Shade, the mm-hmm. original spelling is s-a-d-e yes apparently my parents are like the cool ones and other people's S-H. parents are s-h right yes. <laughs> but if you say shade it sounds like sade mm. s-a-d-e do you uh, understand it, yeah i mean yoruba is complicated if you sade there's there will be like yoruba have lot this like um how do they call it this marks or whatever so but i feel like the h-y thing is like Back in the days, yeah. before exposure came, uh-huh. this, this is the way they pronounce his name. So, yeah. this, uh, so okay. that's the way it is. Well, I stand corrected. Tim Lane Adeni. And you are a singer-songwriter, All and right. your genre of music is R&B and soul. Yes. Now, really. besides that information, can you talk about what it was like growing up in your family and how you ended up becoming a musician? Okay. Um, I grew up in Akure, understood, Nigeria. Um, it was quite not so challenging because my parents are quite like, they don't really have problem. If you want to do anything, just be sure that that's what you want to do. So as far as I can remember, um, I was exposed to sounds at early age. I mean, I listened to a lot of songs. My daddy like, likes to like listen to songs a lot. But I would not say I have inspiration from that. I can remember that I just love to sing. I like to imitate artists. I like the uh, the songs. If I hear a song, I like to imitate the artist's voice to make it sound exactly the way the artist like sang it. So it started from that way. People listen and be like, okay, I think you have a good voice. But the very one that I can remember was back in primary school, I just wanted to be in a music musical environment. So, I mean, back in primary school, we had this... They were, they, my school, my primary school, where they were trying to um, raise funds for the school. So I think they just came up with a way like, why don't we write songs and bring kids and let them sing on it? And we just say, our, our children have come again <laughs> with these songs. They yeah. wrote these songs and we performed it. We are selling it, you know. So um, so they came to our class. I don't know, maybe at that time they thought that um, male, male guys, I mean, the males can't sing. Like, we, we, we just can't rap. So they came and they said they already have singers that they were looking for rappers. So I was like, I want to. I just want to be the environment. I mean, I don't have to sing anything. So people were want people wanted to sing. So just two people, me and myself and one other guy, Karyade, raised our hands and they were like, okay, just come. They wrote our names and then during, I just I just like the special treatment they give us because we have like rehearsal time. Yeah. I mean, during break time, people are going to play, but yeah. they are going to separate and say, yeah, let us come for rehearsals and all. So the guy actually was an actual rapper. So mm-hmm. I did not stand a chance. So he, he rapped and. I was like, okay, I'll just be looking. So Saturdays, I can remember weekend, Saturdays, they wrote um like um, notice for uh our parents that they should allow us come to school to record. Okay. I love that. I don't want to do any housework at all. <laughs> so like 
Saturdays are freedom. just freedom. I'm telling you. So I just I just went to school, and I recorded, and I did not take any solo or anything. So I just for just backup singer for that project. Mm-hmm. Even though they don't give us any money, sure, but but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Primary like, school, yeah, primary school. But 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 they saw they saw the they saw the cassette was cassette oh. then, and the recording process for me was really really good. I mean, it's not now that we can use. Um, I mean. You just you understand. Yeah. So it was like one big tape. So everybody have to be quiet before they record. They play, press record, then they record. Then if you don't get it right, you have to play it again. Yeah. Then then you record. So I mean, I, I just I just observed a lot, and I like what I was experiencing at the time. I just said, I think I want to do this some other time and, and some other time and, mm-hmm. and again, again, again. Yeah, exactly. That's really cool. Yeah. So your classmates from primary school, now that they see you, you are a full time musician. Do they say like you've come full circle? I mean, if if you had noticed, like if you are, if we're very observant with my kind of person, you know that I was set out to like I, I really wanted to do it like mm-hmm. from start. Mm-hmm. It has like really been like something around me. I mean, after primary school, secondary school, I just wanted something um, different for um, validity service. I wrote a personal song. Mm. Yeah, I mean, people did not really like feel it, but I I was just preparing myself, you know. <laughs> so I, I I just wanted to sing. Yeah. So I mean, I just had to find a way around it. Yeah. People didn't feel it. That's funny. Sorry. It's funny. <laughs> no, I, I I remember that, it was it was, like, it was it was work. Like yeah. I remember because we did not perform with instrumentals or anything. It was like a cappella. It was yeah. like. Uh, like no, but I guess it's part of the process. Yeah, they just clap like, okay, make no best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what university did you go to? What you? I went to. Oh, oh, you now it was also before no, okay. like, I was University of Oregon State. Okay, I'm quite and what did you study? Microbiology. Wow, yeah. So, while you were studying microbiology yes, in please. university, <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going. No, 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 wait, wait, okay, where do you think it's going? Before, before I land, where do you think it's going? I think you just were like, like disparity, like, no, not even necessarily. <laughs> I wanted to say, were you also on the side honing your skills yeah. in songwriting yeah. and singing? Yeah, um, on the level. When I entered school, I mean, I studied at school in Accra. So, I'm asking, no, I mean, I, I, I grew up in Accra. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Ogun State, I had to live on those states. So, Ogun State, I liked Ogun State because it was closer to Lagos, where yeah. the music thing happened. So, I joined choir in under level. I tried to own my skills. I think at about 20 level and 20 level, I started going to Lagos after classes to just be part of all this. Um, um, maybe there's there's a show Community. and then they end up coming artists to just come perform, not for anything, just come showcase yourself. So I think I just wanted to just sing. I just wanted to be near Lagos where mm. things were happening. So yeah. I, I I think I did some of that. And That's went really, and came no, back. it's just it's really great because I, yeah. I think that it's always I feel like a lot of times whenever we're doing what we're not really meant to be doing or we want to be doing something else. Yeah. Sometimes. A lot of us may just say, okay, maybe I'll get to it later. Yeah. But whenever I, I speak to people who find a way to make it work, it's always very interesting just to hear that perspective. Yeah. Now, in 2018, you yeah. released your EP, yeah. Wi-Fi and, and a Dream. dream. Yeah. And you have songs like Stay, yeah, you have yeah. All Okay, Bachelor for Life. Right. Um, what other songs do you have again? I think uh, I think I've covered Lady, Lady, Lady. and yes. Wi-Fi and a Dream. Yes, first. exactly. Yeah. So can you talk about how that EP came together? Yeah. Okay, so I'll have to take you back to 2016. Okay. Before 2018, the UP. Yeah. So after school, um, I just wanted to now really see my, win my chances. So I gathered money from friends who believed in me, said I need to go to studio to record. Um, they funded the project. That was for Bachelor for Life. Mm-hmm. Bachelor for Life, part of my savings, my friends' savings and family savings, just put it all into it to record the song. 
And apparently came out nice. <laughs> came out nice. And I can remember that we single-handedly picked Bachelor for Life and we said, let's see how it goes. Why did you pick Bachelor for Life? I mean, it, I've been writing like a lot of songs and that's just like, while I was writing Bachelor for Life, I, I was sitting down and thinking the way normal guy <laughs> could just sit for a long time and say, why my life did like this? Yeah. You understand? So, I mean, I think that it was more relatable. So, I just said, okay, let's see what, what happens with the song. So, I went to the studio to record the song, I think in 2015. Then 20, I did not release the song until 2016. So um, there was this competition that was on on the radio. Um, that's photo symbol, you know, um, top radio. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I was, I was, in, I was, I just said, let me try it out. And so I submitted the song, and I don't know how it happened. I just, yeah. I, and I won it. I won it. And so that kind of, in a way, like, give me like uh, motivation to like do it more and see what comes out of it. So you won the competition with Tosin, with yeah. Rest in Peace, yes. in 2016 with Bachelor yeah. for Life. Yeah. And then 2018, you yeah. released your EP, yeah. Wi-Fi and a Dream. Yes. Now talk about how that EP came together. It was quite, I mean, um, I just, I, I do not just want to be like a kind of artist that just want to put out songs because let me just make, I just don't like the way that they do them. For every song that I want to put, I want to make sure it sounds like just about right. I mean, the production, the way sound engineering, the way, the way everything is like come together really good. So um, I was not planning to drop any project. I just wanted to drop Stay, as just like a single. And I, then I sat down one time and I, and I thought about it. I mean, that was the EPR. Like everybody was dropping EP, but I, I don't draw this normal regular stuff. Um, I just sat down and thought about it that, a lot of, not like a lot of people, like few people like know me like through social media. Like I did not have to like go to anybody and some people just said, okay, come, come, let me, come be on my show. Let me talk about some music and all of the stuff. And I thought about people who have helped me up so far then. Then I said, this all started like from the internet and a lot of people have helped me from the internet. So I just like started from this dream that I had, then I put it on social media. So just like Wi-Fi, like rep- represented like internet. internet. <laughs> so my dream, I'm just trying to sell my dreams on the, the internet. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like retail for me, for everybody. Get a, you got a job through the internet and all of that. So I just sat and I feel like, let me release an EP, then put it together and just title it, like name it Wi-Fi and a Dream. Before before we move on from the EP, yeah. your A&R was Uluwa Mopalaji. Yeah. How did you people go about picking the songs? We did not have to select songs I mean, because of our budget, mm-hmm. you know, independent artists and all of that, we had to streamline and say, these are the songs we're recording. Mm. This song sounds nice, this one sounds nice. We're recording this song. So we're like deliberate with this, I mean, with the whole process. So we'd not really like have like tons of songs mm-hmm. to pick from. I mean, there were tons of songs, but not recorded songs. Yeah, just so normal good. written songs yeah. already. So we just like picked, like, we don't want too many songs on the project. Just mm. five songs was okay. Yeah, because yeah, I was also even asking that because a lot of times, especially with an upcoming artist, like you said, yeah. Sometimes you may say, you have to beat this song because, which I think is actually very important because you do want, it's not about about blowing, you want to have traction, sustained traction. So for me, like you said, and I was just thinking that, okay, did you have to say, we're picking this song because this has a lot of melody, we're picking this song because this song is more relatable. So it's not going to blow. You might blow out of the sky. (laughs) You know, so that, that, that was, that was my, that was, the basis behind my question. Yeah. I mean, yeah. In as much as, I mean, I want to be successful being being an artist, 
I just want my goal is for all my songwriting. I just try to be trying to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Most of the songs I try to tell a story with it. I mean, I'm not just saying it because I'm saying it. I mean, if you listen, you know, that I'm trying to like paint a picture with the songs. So, as an upcoming artist, your yeah. genre of music is R and B and soul. Right. A lot of Nigerian upcoming artists always talk about how people say you want to blow in Nigeria. Mm. You better go and do pop or <laughs> Afro beats. Yeah. Has that been something that you have had thought to about. deal with, or ha- have you exactly thought about? Yeah. Yes, I have. Quite a lot of times, actually. Um, but then again, I've figured a way to be relatable. Now, um, my kind of, the way I write and my sound is like I am bringing the everyday thing that is pop artists we say on their songs to an alternative beat. So it's like you, can rela- you, could, you could relate to, I mean, to Whiskey, for example, but I'm not trying to say I'm bringing, I'm doing cover of Whis- Whiskey songs on my, on my songs, but I'm just saying that the everyday things that you want to you want to hear, like the things that you think about, the, but you probably like don't have a voice for it. I kind of put that in my music and mix it relatable. I think that is beyond another sound or something. Maybe it's hip hop or pop. So far, it is relatable. I think people relate with with it. That yeah. that is what I thought about while trying to own my skills and my sound. I mean, but people will always be people. Yeah, I ask that question because when I when I look at your body of work thus right. far. What I really love is how you use pigeon, yeah. you use your bar, yeah. and you are very, very on point with the melody yeah. and the hooks. Yeah. Your hooks just always, I just find myself sometimes humming them. Mm. So I think that's one thing that people, especially if you're, an, if you're an upcoming artist, need to understand that we like melody. Yeah. And I think that with your with your work, you do that really greatly whereby you, you, you use... Cause Set aside the fact that your song, your voice is very soulful, <laughs> and you. it has this very you know soaring feel. Yeah. You're very majestic. Yeah. I, I really like how you are able to say, okay, I may not be doing pop or Afro beats, yeah. but like you said, I'm going to sing songs that are relatable, right. while still ensuring that there is a melody. So just to backtrack a little, yeah. you mentioned that Bachelor for Life was released in 2016, yes. and Wi-Fi and a Dream was released in 2018. Yes. Now. When you listen to Bachelor for Life now in 2020, it still sounds very fresh to me, in my opinion. And I'm sure you agree because you're the owner of the song. <laughs> I'm blushing, <laughs> so was that something that you were very conscious of when you said, okay, this song was released in 2016, but I'm still going to put it on the EP in 2018? Okay, I met Beza 2017. Uh, there was this kind of mentorship thing I was trying to get going on. So I got on it. I was part of the artistic pick to mentor and to like advice. But Bachelor of Life was definitely before them. But one thing I learned from that was as an artist, you have to be like intentional with everything you're doing. To be very, I was conscious of, or I am conscious of the kind of music that I make. In the next five years, I want my music to still bang. Not, not like bang, like be like the um, raining song. Like raining song, I just like from time to time and it, it passes Ever off. You get, but I just, I just want it to mean something. Like that's why I'm trying to tell stories as much as I can with the music, so that in the next twenty years, someone can hear it and say this guy is telling my story. So I think doing it that way, I'm trying to buy myself like a lot of time, like forever. So you've been writing songs for almost four years or more. More, more since I've been. I mean, professionally, but I'm okay, saying. professionally, yes. Yeah, right? Yeah, like 2014. Okay. That was like a defining moment because I needed to like have materials. When they asked me like, are you, are you an artist? Yeah, I needed to like 
be confident to myself. What gives me confidence is my work. Like if my work is not as good or pretty much amazing, I do, I I would not be proud to even say yes, I'm an artist. So yeah, 2014. So, so six years. But before I go into my question, I think that's very important. What you said. Yeah. A lot of times, a lot of times, rather, when people say they are songwriters and they have no song to show. Right. Was like you said that was something we were very conscious of. Yeah. That I can't just say I'm a songwriter. I need to actually have a body of work to show if yeah. the when the opportunity presents itself exactly. or presents itself, right? Yeah, yeah. So you've been writing for almost six years now. Yes. Talk about the process of trying to get other established artists or even upcoming artists to sing songs that you have written, but you don't think that they work for you. Yeah. For example, Owaluke. I like the song. I wrote the song by myself, but. Sometimes I still think that maybe I should have pitched this song to like David O or some other artist and it would be bigger because that's the, like the actual sound, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I've written a song for I've written a song for another artist before. I still want to do more of it because I feel like sometimes I just have loads of songs and I feel like there's nothing I'm doing with this song. This song is not even me. Like I want, I can write it. Does not mean I have to sing it. And that's I think that's the basis of songwriting. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we've really, really like. Um, I mean, we don't believe in that so much. Well, I, well, why, why do you think we don't, though? Like, because, you, you, go ahead. Yeah. Because I feel like it's supposed to be a job. Like, if I write a song for you, you're supposed to pay pay me, like, sign my check, like, just... <laughs> Royalties. Make a call, make a bounce, make a bounce. But I mean, I don't think I want to, like, give a song to an artist and just sing it and there's nothing in for me. I'd rather just sing it by myself because if you, if you like, become successful with the song, then what is in for me? But that's but isn't that where your whole process of signing your splits and all these different yeah, things come uh, into? Yeah, I think now yes. we are like paying attention true, to these true, things. Now, true. I mean, I have a lot of songs that I feel like this song is not for me. Let me just give some of that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think, but you know that it's quite difficult. I mean, to get that across sometimes. Yeah, yeah. hopefully you do more of that. Cause I think you're a really great songwriter. Thank you. And I think that you know we definitely need more people. And what what do you think about even set aside the whole issue about yeah. sometimes artists not wanting to pay you for your songs? Yeah. What about the Nigerian? Um, Niger- what about Nigerians who say that you don't even you shouldn't use songwriters? Why you? Why is someone writing a song for you? Like, I think, that, I think that I mean not everybody's supposed to be an artist. I like for example, if you are good at songwriting, why do I want to be a singer? I mean, it takes a lot of work to be a singer, and I feel like not every good singer like you might have an amazing voice, but you can't just put in words together. You need people to help you out. I think like the big, the biggest artists and the biggest songs have like two, three, four songwriters on the songs. So I, I, I think that is like not not a thing to say that it does not make sense having songwriters. I yeah. think I think that it's good to like put us together and to make an amazing song. I agree as well. And yeah. I think we just need to have more education. Yeah. Now, would you say that as a songwriter, you have learned that yeah. there are certain nuances when it comes to songwriting for Nigeria yeah. versus songwriting for um, international countries yeah. because I was telling you that um, it's easier for a song that's outside the country Yes, backtrack a little we always say it starts with a great song mm. but as you and I have observed and tons of people have observed even a great song that is not a foreign song like m- meaning that if they great, you have a great Nigerian song or a great African song right. it somehow seems that it's always harder for that song to achieve traction in the UK or the US as exactly. opposed to a, for- a foreign song that's a great song yeah. achieving traction in Nigeria yeah. so can you speak about that when it comes to songwriting yeah um, the environment you find yourself in like determines the kind of things that you make like the way that you put it out matters a lot um, I think that 
For an example, if if my own environment, I'm just speaking from my own environment. My own environment, I notice that in as much as I can speak English language, if I try to like speak English language to my normal friends, they'll be like, why are they from and all of stuff? So they prefer to like hear me talk, I will speak Pigeon or Yoruba or something, then just put some English and they'll be like, okay, I want to hear you now. Let's, let's hear what you have to say. I think to me, that's just, just about, that's the reason why I, mean, I choose to like do it that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, finding a way to make them listen to you and another way is, I mean, this is quite sweet when you like infuse a lot of your melodies and pigeon. I mean, it's sweet, it's sweeter. Yeah. Anything just to make the old thing to be good in the mm-hmm. ears. Okay. Yeah. Now, what would you say has been the most challenging aspect of being an upcoming musician? Um, of course, funding. Um, but I think the things that we don't really pay attention to should be um, the mental health. Um, Say that again. Mental health. Say that again. Mental health. Okay. Yeah. Um, reason why I'm saying it is because um, to keep your sanity, why is it doing the music thing? You know, you are trying to get somewhere and keeping your sanity when you've not attained those sites could be really, really challenging. And another thing is, you know, people have seen you do this for a long time and you're like, okay, when is it going to happen for you? And I think those moments are quite challenging for you. Mm. So being in your space to try and figure it out and see what comes up at what comes out of it it's i think it's challenging i don't think we talk about that enough as, as artists yeah, yeah that's very true that, that's why i said to say that again because a lot of times you may think that it's about funding but when you really like you said mental health is so key yeah. because you can have the funding yeah. and maybe you are not achieving the traction that you exactly. think you should be achieving with yeah. the amount of money and marketing that you're yeah. putting to put yeah. right now, your most recent single is The, the Great Song. Yeah. I really, really love the hook. Yeah, thank uh, you. I love the line, greatness is waiting, waiting on me. me. So right. talk about how that song came about. Speaking of mental health, I mean, I was in my lowest when I wrote it. Mm. Yeah. So um, I just I just thought about everything like that, that had going on for me. And at that point, not that I could not have written or released or that, like quite commercial songs or songs that I feel like, you know, it's quite of soulful and all of that, but <clears throat> I just felt that maybe I was like trying to tell somebody else's story too, because I, f- I want to believe that you might be going through that too. And I feel like it's fine to still like go through these things and just be still sane, you know, in as much as you want to get somewhere, you can be happy while doing it. While trying to get somewhere, you can be happy. While trying to get somewhere, it's sure. fine when you've not really gotten to those heights or to that height yet. Mm-hmm. But I mean, then don't forget people that are rooting for you. That's where the Momsini or Jaffa mm. family will find you. Just like, what is Jaffa family? Jaffa is like clever. Oh, like, said I'm clever. They yeah. said I'm fine. I'm answering. You know? Yeah, yeah, we get I the mean, just like reassurance. Yeah. We have people where we assure you and say, don't forget that you're clever. Don't forget that you are. Made of greatness, and, yeah. and greatness is waiting on everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you. now before I wrap up and go on to the fun random questions, right. what is your 2020 looking like? Looking like, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I've been recording for my project. Mm-hmm. Um, Any EP or album? Yeah, of course, EP, of course. Okay. No album, no, yeah. Uh, you know, I know now. <laughs> Another EP in the works? Yeah, of course. Is it going to uh, be released anytime um, Maybe me. Okay. Because I have three songs, I have five songs already recorded at the moment. Um, I'm trying to wrap up the mixing and engineering and all of that. But one single first, maybe by March, then maybe me, we could have a project. That's okay. how it goes. And I used to work with Mickey Me. Um, 
or different people. I mean, I mean, I mean, I've tried, I'm trying to like work with other producers yes, yes, too yes. now. So, um, but Mickey Misty, well, pretty much. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah. Any collaborations with other artists? Of course, I have collaborated with one female artist. Okay. Um, Which shall be not named at this particular point in time. <laughs> That's fine. If you no, no pressure, no pressure. Yeah, I mean, let's just keep the surprise off. Yes. If, if he, yeah, okay. So, yeah. Great. All right. Now let's go on to the fun random questions. Right. Ready? Yeah. All right. <laughs> First question is: What music producer would you kill to work with this year? Operative one kilo. Um. Cobams. Cobams. Yeah. Okay, why? I, I, I think we have, have, have a few of them, but Cobams. Reason is reason why I'm saying that is like there's this guy has smiley. Ah you really kill me together. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's this touch like that he has on his productions and, and I, I really like like that. And there's this guy Sparks. Yeah, I think I like Sparks too. And I would kill to be on any joint. I'm on a record with those guys. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I did not expect this question, so I'm <laughs> trying to think about the no, producers too that have my mind, but I know that those two, like, yes. yeah. At the four. Yeah. Okay, great. Second question, you once said, yeah. this is you saying it though, okay. I'm not lying. Okay. You said, twice is the number of times I have fallen in love <laughs> in this song. <laughs> now, in 2020, a new decade, oh has that changed? Has any special lady change that number maybe try us now because oh, yeah. 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 well, yeah. okay. yeah, yeah, three times three now. times now yeah oh that's good <laughs> <laughs> that's good third question yeah. your music saved me 2019 edition mm-hmm. name three artists and what songs oh, oh i'm trying to think okay um ah you know ah yes 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 um oh album um what type of the album? I used to know her, okay. the album. I mean, a lot of things I learned from the album. Um, 2019 edition. I'm trying to think about yeah. it. Yeah. Lucas Graham. Okay. Redemption song. Yeah. So uplifting. Um, wait, can you get some by Timothy? <laughs> 2019 edition. Of course. I, <laughs> I know, but okay, fine. All right. That's, gonna, that's a good, that's okay, a good song. Okay. I like that song. Okay. Fourth question, you can only work with one of these songwriters for right. the rest of your life. Right. Who are you choosing and why? Okay. The options are Brimo, mm-hmm. T.Y. Bello, or Bruno Mars. Madu. <laughs> 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 okay, I love T.Y. Bello. No disrespect, I love T.Y. Bello, but I'll kill to be with Brimo. <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of your life. That's of my life with Bruno Mars. Okay. Bruno Mars, that's of my life. I'm saying right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to say, yeah, we're Nigeria, we did Nigeria together. Yeah, okay. but I said the question. Rest of my life, yes. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, right. okay. Final question. Which two songs are you choosing out of the four? Okay. Love Quito by Stan Ike. Yeah. Queen of My Heart by Westlife. Grenade by Bruno Mars. Or yeah. Call My Name by Style oh, Plus. Oh, you didn't have to ask Style Plus. <laughs> Why did you have Style Plus <laughs> Because now? I know that you're a fan of, of oh, guys. Style Plus. Mm-mm. Yeah. No go area, Stiplos. Stiplos. But life, love, love Kito. Love so, Kito, right? Yeah, but but Stiplos come my name. Okay, so that's Stan Ike and Stiplos. Yeah, Stan Ike and Stiplos. Well, thank you so much for your time, Tim Zill. And you. best of luck with your AMBCA nomination. Yeah. Fingers crossed for you. Yeah. And if people want to follow you, where can they find that information? Sorry. Okay, um, on Twitter. Twitter. On Instagram. Okay. I'm on Facebook. Facebook. Okay, what's the name? I'm Tim Zill on on. Twitter at Timzil, T I M Z I O. 
T I M Z I L. Yeah, and Instagram just I think after the Team Z T I M Z I think. So underscore T I M Z I L. Yeah, I'm an underscore. I'm not typing. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Underscore T I M Z I L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today's episode is produced and edited by me, Palashade Anosie. Theme song for the show is by Imodu Ayonote. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can stay updated. The podcast is now available on Podbean and remains accessible on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Audio Mac, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for the SNC Podcast, which is all one word. Also, you can follow us at the SNC Podcast, still one word, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'll be back in another two weeks with a new episode. Thank you for listening.